0: Welcome to Biota Live. I'm Tom Barbelay, and this is being recorded live on Talkshoe April 8th, 2011. Biota Live is a continuation of Biota Podcasts. For more information on the Biota Podcasts, check out slash podcast. And it has been an extraordinarily long time since I last recorded a Biota Live, but. I want you to get back in the swing of things because I've received a lot of positive commentary associated with folks who have either recently discovered the Biota Live podcasts or have been missing Biota Live recently. And for folks who aren't subscribed to the feed, there has actually been a lot of additional additional stuff going in the feed audio, which means I don't have to actually update the front of the site. But folks subscribed on iTunes or subscribed via another favorite podcatcher, you will be able to listen to a uh, conversation with Steve Grant, I think there's a Bob Mottram conversation, and, of course, a conversation between uh, Bruce Damer and I recorded on location at Bruce's farm, uh, which was really a, a pleasure. Uh, in fact, my my mind constantly goes wandering back to those times out of the Bay Area. Uh, I don't even know how long ago it was. It was probably about seven weeks ago now. But anyway, lots of bits and pieces of news and notes. My hope is that we will actually have some folks... Uh, calling in tonight, but if we don't have folks calling in, we'll just do it as a monologue. I'm not particularly fussed by that. So the next show will be recorded on April 22nd at 8pm Pacific. We don't have a guest, we don't have a topic, but I'm just going to start periodically recording Biota Lives, probably once every two weeks with the view that, as folks have done previously, if they have artificial life-related topics, they'll typically get the idea that, uh, yeah, BiotaLive has started again and there is a kind of open mic. If folks want to get involved uh, and talk about their projects or talk about various ideas or, you know, kind of contrast, compare the strange kind of editorial stuff that went into a number of Biota podcasts, but I'll, I'll talk about that a bit in a while. So folks may remember that there's an ongoing project associated with getting the Biota podcasts out in transcript form, and this is actually to produce a series of relatively small softcover books that can be picked up by universities or independently uh, artificial life interested folk, basically, mm, in some regard, a kind of stark contrast to academic publishing, but also getting the ideas out from the bio to podcast to a wide variety of folk in a format which may be more applicable to them, i.e. via paper or electronic book. And this is a project that's really been a labour of love for the past um, I guess maybe six or seven months for me. However, I have encountered a small problem, and I don't necessarily think this is associated with burnout, but the fellow who was doing the transcriptions for me has uh, pretty well gone missing in action. So I wanted to put out to the community, I'm willing to pay roughly $30 an hour, that's per hour of audio, uh, in terms of transcribing fee. There are a wide variety of... uh, transcription sites available online, all these kind of things, but I'd much rather put it out to the community because I understand that there are a wide variety of folk who listen to the bio podcast who are students and these kind of things, and I just want to put it out there. Um, I guess the method I would probably use is uh, use an iPod or some audio program like Audacity, slow it down a little bit and just start typing because I think ultimately, that is the way the transcripts are going to be done. And worst comes to worst, I'll probably actually have to invest my own time uh, in doing the transcribing. So I have uh, three podcasts transcribed, and I have a need for probably between, well, two and seven more, depending on how uh, things go. So if you are interested in assisting with the transcriptions, uh, Tom at nobleape.com, that's my email address, please do get in contact because I am interested in getting these uh, transcripts out in a form that uh, obviously a wide variety of folk will be able to utilize both in terms of reference material, in terms of searchability, uh, but also just uh, outreach to the community basically because I think there are a number of academics uh, who would like to use Elements of the BioPodcast, podcast and certainly a number of students that would like to use Elements of the bio podcast, but unfortunately uh, they just don't have access to it in text form. So uh, that was the motivation associated with the transcripts. I've had a lot of positive responses, uh, certainly from the previous participants that do want to see their audio out in text form as well. Uh, so that is uh, that is an ongoing project but does require uh, someone to assist with the transcription. So if that person is you, please get in contact with me, tom at novel8.com. Well, as I noted, initially I'm refloating the Biota Live format after about, I guess, maybe four or five months off. Uh, and the real Background to this has been uh, feedback from folks such as Bob Mottram uh, and others in the community who really are missing the Biolive format and particularly the editorialization of a variety of different uh, different ideas and concepts. Uh, Bob referenced in particular the stuff that we had talked about associated with prizes and Project Lifeboat, and I think that's certainly something that personally... There are so many things that kind of vein into the artificial life community that I think are... Um, Hmm. Well, worth editorialising, let's just put it that way, worth, uh, worth talking about maybe in a slightly critical light and uh, certainly I haven't had any problems in the past in terms of uh, maintaining the um, editorial independence of Biotalive as a podcast and certainly putting out uh, a variety of ideas that folks seem to have been receptive to. So really what I want to do is just keep these recordings once every other week uh, with the view that if folks are working on projects, if they do want to have... Uh, There's stuff out there, news and notes, these kind of things they can get in contact with me. And although I'm returning to the 8pm Friday evening, uh, 8pm Pacific time, I'm more than happy to do uh, recordings at other times, particularly for folks in uh, Europe or Australia or a wide variety of parts of the world, although currently the the time is very compatible with Australia uh, and Southeast Asia and all these kind of areas. So, uh, yeah, I I think the time shouldn't necessarily be set in stone, and certainly the previous uh, biota lives that have been recorded on a Saturday morning, for example, have always yielded some interesting discussion and, uh, well, a different crowd, basically. So uh, I'm more than happy to actually change the recording time, uh, particularly if there are folks who want to participate, but uh, this time is just prohibitive. So if you have a topic that you want to talk on or if you want to highlight or showcase your project, and please do email me if this current time is uh, not compatible. I would prefer to uh, return to the live format in terms of allowing folks to get in the chat and ask questions and these kind of things. And certainly recently, I'm trying to think, uh, I think possibly Jeff Kloon was kind of the beginning of the end of some of the live format because we had just so many problems. Uh, but now I'm using uh, TalkShoe directly. I'm not even using the, the telephone system as a means of getting to TalkShoe uh, this format seems to work uh, quite well. I'll talk a little bit more uh, about some of the successes that I've had with another podcast that's utilised this format in a little bit. So, folks may remember, freshsim.org was the, uh, the request for a kind of community forum site. And, uh, well, Mira Karpish, Tim Karp, uh, a wide variety of other folk, uh, but Mira and Tim were really the central figures. And a little bit from uh, from me uh, in terms of just providing the hosting and some of the uh, uh, some of the feedback and general advice associated with the community. But um, FreshM seems to have slowed down a little bit in terms of the kind of uh, commentary that's on there. Uh, Miro had been c- seeding the site with a variety of uh, conference uh, announcements and other things on there. Uh, but really, a community site needs a community in order to uh, participate and do some of the the driving and discussion. Uh, And I'm just as guilty as anyone in terms of actually spending time on there. I try to get there maybe once every other week uh, and do some posting and some cleanup and this kind of stuff. But I think if there were more folk going through Fresh um, Sim, there would probably be, you know, it's kind of a uh, snowball effect, basically, in terms of getting folk interested and involved. So if you are artificial life passionate and if you are listening to this podcast, you probably fit into that group, please do check out Fresh uh, SIM, dot org, uh, because that was really a response to a, a community request associated with there Being Artificial Life Forum. Uh, and shout-outs to Miro and Tim in particular uh, for doing phenomenal work. I know Miro is also working on the EvoGrid currently. I wanted to just mention the EvoGrid, actually, because uh, Bruce is getting to the final phases of actually submitting his PhD, and I think it will be interesting. We've been discussing over the past week, uh, working out really the history of the uh, Evo Grid as a kind of form and also the legacy of the Biota podcasts as a kind of contributive influence to that form. And I think the thing that uh, I pointed out to uh, to Bruce in particular was that if you go back even to the early uh, Biota Live discussions, Biota Live 2, uh, 9, 10, these kind of episodes... Um, they all related to the EvoGrid and they all related to Bruce's, um, I guess, you know, floating the EvoGrid through the BioToLive format. And I think what will be particularly interesting in the next, uh, well, six to eight months as the PhD goes through its uh, final kind of throws is what actually happens to the EvoGrid as a project following the PhD. And from my perspective, certainly the discussion that we've given on Life has been associated with... I don't know, summoning the EvoGrid, I think was the terminology that I used, but I'm very interested to see what actually happens after the PhD in terms of the EvoGrid as a particular form. I wanted to take a little bit of time uh, to talk about this open podcast format, and there are a number of folks who are in the chat currently who are actually connected with another one of my podcasts. And um the history of my podcasting I'm coming up to this is my uh I think fifth or maybe even sixth year of podcasting two thousand and six so this is my fifth calendar year of podcasting and really biota live was a testbed uh, for this live open format and certainly early on uh, bio live kind of picked up momentum we had a lot of folks that were involved on a regular basis and really built the uh, built the recording up to uh, to what it was in terms of uh, both uh, constructive dialogue and also uh, just really interesting discussion. And this is something that I uh, followed through a number of other uh, podcasts, a number of other genres, just to see if there were other areas out there um, that would benefit from this kind of open discussion. And also with the view that maybe there would be slightly larger communities out there that could benefit from this. So, with my own musings and kind of general eclectic interests, I have a wide variety of podcasts that I listen to uh, through iTunes, and uh, one of the genres that I had been listening to that I thought was really distinctly missing some of this bio-live format associated with the topic of bottle rail. Now, I have uh, joked on previous shows with Gerald de Jong associated with uh, bottle railroading. I don't want to editorialise too much associated with that particular hobby, except to say that there are a number of folks we listened to by live that were also model railroaders and there is actually quite a significant thing. I guess if you understand the idea of kind of creating uh, perfect little universes and then seeing how things run within those universes, this is basically describing both artificial life and model railroading fundamentally. So I started uh, model rail radio about um, oh, less than two years ago now, just like this, just with a monologue. And from that, uh, the show has grown phenomenally. In fact, I think probably the model railroading community is at least two orders of magnitude larger than the artificial life community has got three or possibly even four orders of magnitude. But I have used model rail radio as almost a test bed associated with this kind of open mic discussion. To give some uh, introduction to the format, we now record on average five hour long shows through TalkShoe, And we have just about 16,000 listeners. We probably will break 16,000 quite comfortably this month. So that has uh, not necessarily been in contrast to Buyer Live, but it's actually shown me uh, that this kind of open mic live podcasting format really has a lot of legs in a lot of different directions. And I'm very pleased to say that I am um, maintaining the independence of Mobile Rail Radio as well. In the past couple of weeks, I've actually knocked back sponsors for the show uh, because I just like to uh, you know keep it open, very similar to what I've done with BioLive. live, and also I think the uh, phenomena of growth that I've experienced with mobile rail radio would probably be stifled by uh, by advertising. So the experience that I've had with mobile rail radio basically also gives a thumbs up to BioLive. live and means that the BioLive live format will uh, kind of continue on as it has up until now. I'm not expecting to have thousands of listeners although we have had a a couple of thousand on a few of the podcasts. And the beauty of podcasting as well is these shows all have long tails, which means that folks can come to the biota recordings two, three, five years' time and thankfully still get access to it thanks to the Internet Archive. So I have received quite a bit of feedback from people associated with what they would like to hear in future biota lives. And one of those pieces of feedback, which has actually come from a number of parties, is inviting on the authors in the Artificial Life journal to participate in Biota Lives. Now, this is something that I actually want to do because I think the Artificial Life journal is going through some interesting throws currently. It seems to be getting thinner and thinner for a start. But also, I think the uh, kind of contemporary narrative associated with academic artificial life versus the strong kind of hobbyist contingent that has always been uh, actively participating in Biota Lives in the past is something that I wanted to... Um, I guess just introduce in terms of the academic community to a lot of the energy and a lot of the legacy that has come through the biotic community. Uh, so I will start actually doing that. I will start contacting the uh, folks who participate in the Artificial Life Journal to see if we can get them on in Biota live. There was some discussion a couple of years ago with me producing an uh, alife.org podcast in parallel to Biota live and certainly as recent weeks and months will show, uh, basically my time is just precious. So... Unfortunately, uh, well, that's not, really, that's not really the truth. The truth is I have very limited time. Uh, the preciousness of my time is neither here nor there. So, uh, yeah, I think that's something that will be coming in future episodes, potentially. I mean, obviously it needs the folks who are in the journal to be wanting to participate. I have I had some problems in the past with that. But, um, yeah, I think the Artificial Life Journal folk uh, will open up some of the academic discussions and also probably broaden some of the hobbyist questions into contemporary Artificial Life academia, so that's certainly something that I'm interested in uh, pursuing, and thanks to the folks who emailed me uh, with that piece of advice in particular because it certainly echoes my own thinking. Another thing that I really like doing uh, with Bio-Lize, and aside from all the uh, editorial uh, stuff and bringing people together for heated discussions and all those kind of things, was the ability for people to talk about their projects. And certainly my own experience in the past uh, well, past year has been about taking aspects of contributions, uh, source code contributions, Bob Mott's from source code contribution in particular to Noble 8, and just looking at how I can understand that and how I can generate tools in order to understand what i guess what I was calling this social graph element uh, to the Noble 8 simulation. I wouldn't necessarily say that code contribution is a double-edged sword, but it really does put you on your toes when you get such a substantial and such an amazing contribution of code. Particularly then because within the code itself there's actually a lot of underlying understanding and I think that's something that really struck me with Bob Botram's changes in particular was that I needed a new kind of software in order to actually understand the interaction, in particular the graphical interaction, the population interaction, the various um, what I call metrics that exist within the simulation now and a lot of that is uh, graphical analysis, a lot of that is uh, various algorithms in order to analyze the data, and also just ways of uh, quantizing the data, because ultimately, uh, ideally, these metrics would actually have some kind of quantized measurement uh, associated with them. So, yes, um, some development in that regard with Nobel I'm actually waiting for a computer upgrade to do a major rewrite um, But yeah, I think the funny thing about developing the Noble Ape simulation over all these years is that there's always work to be done, irrespective of whether I'm using, uh, you know, 10 year olds laptops or my uh, Mac Mini, which is now five years old. Uh, Yes, aging computing, aging computation, uh, which has really been the legacy of the Noble Ape simulation. In addition to this, I'm also following the same mantra that I'm uh, putting out there associated with Biota transcripts with my own uh, Noble Ape writing. Now, the the primary novel writing is the original manuals, which have been referenced previously uh, on podcasts in terms of things that have not been read by Bruce Damer and others. Uh, but I wanted to put out the original manuals, very similar to what I'm discussing with the biota transcripts, in a format that would be relatively cheap, available in paper and electronic copy, and um, yeah, just something that was um, you know a no-brainer basically when folks were on Amazon or things like that. Just a uh, pick up for, you know, what I'm hoping will be the right price or as close to the right price as possible. My view is, my aim is to get it under $10, although these kind of things are always difficult to, uh, to actually swing because there are so many, um, well, unknown factors when one even starts this process. So my hope is to at least get it cheaper than the last version, which was on Cafe Press for $15, and I think the electronic version will be considerably cheaper. The paper version, unfortunately, always has uh, certain elements. But my hope is to actually get that out this weekend, although it may, it may be a couple more weekends. You may hear my voice, actually. I'm uh, rather congested currently with uh, seasonal allergies, as they call them in Las Vegas. But yes, once this writing is out, I have a second piece of writing that I wanted to get out uh, on uh, on Light specifically. And this really builds on the last conversation that I had with Dave Kerr, associated with just turning artificial life into, uh, into fiction, into science fiction, into near fiction, into all these kind of... Uh, creating, I guess, not necessarily a positive uh, external understanding of artificial life, but at least uh, showing a broader community that, uh, well, artificial life simulation isn't just about things that are you know, taking over the world or all these kind of horrendous uh, approaches that typically uh, mischaracterize both artificial life simulation in general and also artificial life developers. Uh, through, the, uh, through the recordings recently, I appeared on talk radio uh, as well in Salt Lake City, Utah, talking about noble apes specifically, but also the broader issues associated with the technical singularity and uh, you know machines taking over the world and all this kind of stuff. And really, I'm thinking a lot more about how we can take elements of this bio to discussion because really, uh, bio alive, and certainly Bruce Damer has utilized it as a as a laboratory with the Evo Grid, uh, and in my case, I've utilized bio Live as a as a means of kind of constructing a unified artificial life social theory, almost. So all these things have kind of come together through uh, through bios lives previously, and I'm hoping to utilize them going forward. So uh, anyway, I uh, I think this is probably going to be a short bios life this evening. I had promised to uh, maintain the recording for uh, for some time, uh, but as folks may hear, uh, seasonal allergies are rather heavy, and this was going to be the first. Bio live recording after a, a relatively long hiatus, but I wanted to start the format uh, again. I wanted to get folks back in the conversation. I wanted to remind people basically with a certain degree of periodicity, which is the nature of these biode live recordings that the artificial life community is still out there. we may be going through a winter. Uh, the artificial life show may be shrinking in size, but that doesn 't necessarily mean that artificial life developers uh, folks that hold a particular passion associated with these topics, uh, expert users and just folks that casually listen in to, Bio to life, are not without the need to actually have a frequent podcast and apologies to everyone uh, for uh, for the delays in podcasts recently i 've been doing a, a lot of writing and i 'm going to be doing a lot of work on Novel ape in the in the near future, but I understand that these podcasts are uh, critical. And really, I've got to give thanks to the community for giving me that feedback and that uh, Bison Light isn't an optional extra, it's a necessity uh, with the current artificial Life community. And I'd really like to thank folks who, uh, who have contacted me and have uh, said that recently because certainly it's motivated me starting these recordings again and also maintaining these recordings even in a monologue format. Anyway, the next show will be on April 24th Second at 8 p.m. Pacific. We don't have a topic currently. If you'd like to suggest a topic, please contact me, tom at noble We do have the Biota Conversations mailing list and also the uh, Biota announcements list. The Conversations mailing list has gone through some changes. Uh, Once you subscribe or if you have an existing uh, subscription, the lists part, so it used to be uh, biota underscore c-o-n-v at lists. Dot the lists part of that has been removed now. Bruce Damer has changed uh, the server. So it is just uh, biota underscore c o n v at c c o n dot org. And uh, yeah, please do start posting again on the Biota Conversations mailing list as this winter phenomena has expanded. Uh, obviously, there's been uh, some kind of drop in the discussion. Although I had seen Eric Burton posting recently, and Eric, the show is always open for your particular uh, discussion point. It was uh, was rather curious actually to find myself in a YouTube clip as a kind of I don't know uh, a cyberpunk journalist, almost. <laughs> which was uh, which was really quite fun. Uh, so yeah, I mean please feel free to uh, to remix Bio to Live, uh, Bio to Live France techno uh, hard house recordings. Um, I'm more than happy to be uh, to be vocally sampled on the dance floor. Uh, it's always a, a privilege. And, um, yeah, it's good to get the information out there. So, anyway, this is Tom Barbalay, Las Vegas, Nevada, a relatively short bio live this evening, but just an opportunity to uh, re-energize the community, get a sense that folks are still there, that there are still projects going on. I know a lot of people are having children and things like that. Uh, but a lot of us are still writing artificial life simulation and many of us are still writing academic chapters I wanted to give a shout out in particular to Dick Gordon who I believe is currently in Florida I'm not really clear actually uh, what is going on with the origin of series of books I've been pinged recently by a couple of people Bruce Damer included oh and also I need to send out a congratulations to Liz Swan uh, who gave birth to a baby boy I think probably about a week ago now uh, if I had my wits about me, I would have the name of the baby boy in front of me, but I wanted to congratulate Liz and her husband. Uh, we have done a lot of birth announcements through BioTalive previously, uh, but Liz in particular, I understand, is going to be buying some noble 8 baby wear. So, um, yeah, I guess photos will be forthcoming. Uh, but yes, that was one of the large reasons that, uh, I don't know, I think there's always been noble 8 baby wear. Uh, but actually to have a baby wearing noble 8 baby wear so much better. Uh, And similarly, um, we've never really floated Biota T-shirts or anything like that. There is a Cafe Press store associated with Biota, but if you would like to get an artificial life-related T-shirt, or if you'd like to uh, promote folks in your general vicinity by wearing such a T-shirt, please let me know. I'll pull one together, a cap, what have you, Uh, because certainly the uh, promotional effect of T-shirts... I've seen through both the uh, Noble Lake recordings and also through Model Rail Radio has been particularly great, and it's all at cost price uh, through Cafe Press, but so no chance of any profiting. Anyway, so this is Tom Barbley in Las Vegas, Nevada. This has been the, the first biotech live, but not the last live uh, for the near future. Next recording will be on April 22nd at 8 p.m. Pacific. Please do consider stopping by the chat. Uh, because the chat's happening tonight, but it seems to be mainly populated by folks associated with my other podcasting endeavours. But it's always a pleasure to have folks in the chat. Tom Bartley in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.